Hello and welcome to the Retro Refresh podcast. We have a jam-packed show for y'all tonight. So we have a crew in. Uh, it's three eggs and a lady. Um, <laughs> first up, I'm going to introduce the lady. Um, this man loves a bit of PlayStation. He's got PlayStation running in his Greek veins. It's <laughs> it's the main man. Hello. Yeah, he is. <laughs> You're a lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? How's it going? You well? Good. Yeah, really good. Really good. Having a good, good. day today. It's good, to you, see, uh... it's, it's good to see you on time, Stav. I know. Tell me about it. Kids were asleep at half eight today. I think Whoa. that's a record. <laughs> yeah. Absolute record. I actually got some chill time in with the missus before the stream. Oh. Which, um... uh, not too much chill time. Three kids is enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not that kind of chill time. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so tonight we are talking all things PlayStation. Are you ready? I'm so ready, mate. I, I was born ready. <laughs> so we'll introduce our next guest. Um, this man is uh, very uh, linguistic, shall we say. <laughs> I can see him giggling there. Um, you all know who it is. It's Sega Heed. I'm linguistic, <laughs> aka knob floss. Yes. <laughs> Did you like the music in the back of that? This is so cool, man. <laughs> well, one of your best episodes. I absolutely loved it, and not because I was in it. It was brilliant. sure, sure. That's one of my most retarded ones. There was no review as such. There was no planning as such. There was no real structure. It's more like I've got this Bob Ross wig. I think I'm going to wear it. I was just amazed how good the picture was. I, it, it was, was really good. Yeah. It was meant to be proper shit. That was the thing. It was meant to look really bad for the sake of the joke. And then halfway through, I'm like, you know what? This doesn't look as shit as it was meant to be. It was. Damn. It was really good. <laughs> for people out there that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, there was uh, recently did a video called uh, Mario Paint, but it was the joy of Mario Paint, taking the piss out of Bob Ross and Nintendo all in one. And Stab, of course. Had to be done. And if you haven't already, check that out on uh, Tom's channel because it is yeah. it is actually really good. Um, if you want to lose some brain cells, yeah, it's, it's got, perfect. Uh, it's got absolutely no substance whatsoever, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it, just, it was just a great impression throughout, wasn't it? I loved it. I just thought I would do away with the substance and all the things you expect and just be absolutely stupid. <laughs> right, so I think we'll get our next guest on. Um, fresh from a batch of Alzheimer's, it's Army <laughs> Man. Yeah, he is. Hello, Granddad. Hey. He, he got the internet working. <laughs> Just about. It's gone down again. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. You want to check out these things? Are awesome. They're like power line adapters for your internet. Really good. Do, do you know what it was? <laughs> do you know what it was? I've got uh, going into. Um... Oh fuck it. Who gives a shit? Hey, I'm Jamie at my party. <laughs> 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 Are you insinuating that Jamie drinks? Music, mate. You've <laughs> you know what? It seems to be every Saturday night I get a, a polo message from Jamie uh, of him dancing to NAF uh, Ibiza 90 tunes. Not the good oh, ones, you know, the really so naff Ibiza, ones. It's so Ibiza, isn't it? Ecuador. Yeah, oh <laughs> the, the, the proper Newcastle brown ale uh, Ecuadorian. Uh... That is a tune, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was just the one polo, but it's normally about four. Yeah, it's like, like at least four back to back, isn't it? Oh, it was, yeah, it was, 
It was a late one on Saturday as well. With everyone behind him going like... Oh. I'm not going to lie, I've just recovered. <laughs> so in the comments today, who we have, we've got uh, Geeky Nathan, Mom and Dad here, do you nerd? Uh, Fat Tang Geeks here, Marcus from Dan and Lads Gaming is in, uh, Zobstas here as well, and Jordy Slasher Gaming, how are you doing? So tonight we are going to be talking all things... <laughs> All things PlayStation, um, PlayStation memories, a lot of PS1 chat involved as well. We'll probably wander on uh, uh, the other PlayStation consoles, but I think we'll start with the eldest of the, the PlayStation family. <laughs> I see Mike shaking <laughs> his head. Game He's thinking, I don't you dare. I'm not the PlayStation 1, Mike. As soon as anyone mentions age or, or, or the word old, Mike's like, he's like a meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it, the brunt of the jokes are against me, you bastard. <laughs> At least when I made fun of you, Mike, it wasn't about your age. Oh, what do you mean? You started it. <laughs> the fuck I did. Yeah, when did. I make fun of you, I like to mix it up a bit of variety. Hence the bit where I said, oh no, the live stream's gone wrong again. And then when you came on here tonight... Your internet had failed. It had. It had. Right, come on then. Let's get it going. PlayStation. So, we're going to start with a very generic question, but your oldest PS1 memories. And I think we'll start off with you, Stav. Um, my my strongest, oldest play, PlayStation 1 memory was um, when I'd come out of hospital, I'd had, um, I'd had appendicitis, and I was, um, I was in bed for like a week. I couldn't move that much, or at least that's that's what i was saying i was like i think i was like 15 at the time and um and i persuaded my mum to buy me a playstation one and i've been trying to get it to get me one for ages and she wouldn't but she got me one because i'd come out of hospital and um for a month after that my mate came over every single day and he had a playstation one as well he brought his playstation one um he hooked it up downstairs i had mine upstairs in, in the bedroom and we didn't really interact apart from shouting to each other like top floor to bottom floor like how you doing on gran turismo and the funniest thing is we didn't have memory cards at the time because um, my mum bought me the console without the memory cards and every single day we restarted gran turismo from the same point obviously at the beginning and every single day we got up to the point where i think we got the um mitsubishi gto twin turbo um, and I remember that car because you could basically drift it around the corners so aggressively it went backwards and then swing it back around. Um, and then every day we'd have to end it and then start again. Uh, that's that's my strongest, earliest PlayStation 1 memory. And, um, and it, it was a great time because it was just, it was one of those moments where, you know, like when a mate becomes like a really, really good mate, you know what I mean? Because you spend so much time with them, have such great memories. Um, and... Yeah, that 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 was from that point on. I became obsessed with the PlayStation One. Take ahead. Well, before I say mine, I got to say, Mike, is that a fucking go-ahead bar you got? <laughs> <laughs> I was being uh, fuck off, so you healthy cunt. Go have something made of chocolate. <laughs> I was being serenaded with uh, retro gaming memories by <laughs> staff. So you thought you'd have a go-ahead, a healthy nutty fruit snack bar? It's not even that. It's uh, it's a yogurt slice. Mm. Ooh, yogurt slice. I'd rather have a fucking mm. yogurt itself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no one gives a shit about that. PlayStation memory, oldest one. Uh, for me, it's nothing to do with a game as such. I remember 
when I was a kid, mum was a, a hairdresser and she couldn't get a babysitter a lot of time. So I got dragged around these people's houses after school. And uh, she says, there's a young lad upstairs in this house. He wants to show you his game console, his new PlayStation. I, thought, I don't know what that is. It was that new at the time. I had no idea. I'd grown up on Master System, D-pad, two buttons. Then Game Boy, D-pad, two buttons. This kid shows me his PlayStation. The graphics on whatever the fuck he was playing looked awesome. Then he shows me the controller. D-pad, square, <laughs> triangle, circle, X, R, 1. Oh, no, there's letters and numbers together. A fucking start, select, master system. Didn't have a start button, all right? Game Boy, we got the start, we finally got the select, but now you're throwing in shapes and alphabets and all this other crap. Instead of it being square, it's got some sort of handily shape. <laughs> My first memory of the PS1 was, I'm confused and I'm scared and I want to go home. <laughs> God honest truth, I was intimidated by the controller. There you go. Uh, it's not, not really that. nostalgic, there's no friends involved, but I was scared and terrified and I want to go home. It's funny nice. you say that, actually. The, f the first time I ever heard about the PlayStation was um, I used to always get gaming magazines to and go straight to the cheat section to see if there were any for the Mega Drive. And I remember I started seeing these cheats popping up with all those symbols, triangle, circle, X, square. And I was like, what on earth is that? And it was yeah. only like from that point on, I, that's when I found out about the PlayStation. Jamie, so are, you, uh, are you doing this in your pants? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is it your pants or your wife's pants? Chicago, damn it. Oh, Chicago balls. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see your balls. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't get a choice, Tom. Great. <laughs> Arabian goggles. Right. So, <laughs> my, uh, my oldest PS, uh, so my best mate, he was my best man at my wedding. He's a massive football nut, so he always wanted to play like FIFA. We, uh, we played a game called David Beckham Soccer, which is by far the worst game ever made. Um, was it one of yours, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <Bastard>. <laughs> Maybe that one was called the Wish You Could Get Away. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this game, though, you could, because David Beckham had like this sort of um, reputation from scoring from like miles out, and he scored against Wimbledon once from his own half. Um, you could literally score from like anywhere on the pitch. Like, did you, you have to be Beckham though? And it would just no, nah, like David Batty, <laughs> <laughs> and it would just go in. It was it was absolutely horseshit. Um, <laughs> but we just used to we didn't actually play the game. We used to just see who could score from the furthest out. That was that's probably my first I remember because it was one of the first games I ever got for the the PlayStation. Very Didn't cool. mean it apart from that because it was terrible. <laughs> Mike, Michael, it's going to keep quiet. Mike, Mike would have been a middle-aged man when the PS One came out. Oh, <laughs> <All> you <laughs> bastard! Almost a middle-aged man. Um, how old was I? I would have just left school. I was in college, I think. Um, my earliest PlayStation memory. It was probably going down to Virgin Megastore um to play the demo unit there um so i knew all about the ps uh one coming out um i had a n64 from hong kong that i'd uh imported um and i'd been playing the 3do um 
and I completely lost faith with Sega with the Sega Saturn when they they paused their announcement. I was just sitting there and going, "I'm going to have to wait another year while the US has got a Sega Saturn straight away." Um, I I can't be. Bo- I don't know if I could be bothered. I went went to Virgin Megastore had this PlayStation unit in there. I'd read some about it, and I was just blown away by it. Um, like I'd had some 3D games with the 3DO, but they ran at like 15 frames a second. Um, and then I played like Destruction Derby, and I was just like blown away with Destruction Derby. I was like, "How are they doing this?" And then Battle Arena to Shinden was was just stunning. Um, and literally, I'd go down every lunch break, and the whole hour it'd just be crowded with with um, with uh, kids around it, and we'd just rinse this demo disc over and over and over and over again um so yeah that that was my um my earliest memory i picked up all the paraphernalia i've still got upstairs actually all the leaflets that they were giving out so i got all the promotional leaflets from launch and um but yeah really fell in love uh with with the playstation and actually switched from being um a massive sega um fanboy to being a massive playstation fanboy that's it. Sorry. That's, that's pretty standard for Sega fans <laughs> of the time, though, isn't it? Wouldn't you say a lot of people, wouldn't you say a lot of people that were in the Sega back then were either put off just before the Sega Saturn or like at the death of it, you know, you, you had PS2 come out. Everyone Sega wise went Sony. Yeah. Because it just had everything that Sega kept promising, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it had everything I loved about Sega on the Mega Drive. Um, right. It had arcade games. Uh, Tekken, Ridge Racer, um, you know they'd they'd basically gone in and taken taken Sega's thunder. They went in, got all the arcade um, people. They had great third party deals because they basically went in cheaper than both Nintendo and Sega. Um, let them have control of their IP, um, and so that you just you just, suddenly I was getting like Ridge Racer. Holy crap! How am I playing Ridge Racer and Tekken? uh in in my uh in my house so um i, I remember with playstation though you get really good deals on games and they always did like two for 30 quid and stuff like that there was mm-hmm. always also and they weren't like really old games some of them were like do you know what i mean they've been out six months or whatever but mm-hmm. they were really good games and you get two for 30 and like and that's what i loved about the playstation i had a really big playstation one sort of library from all these these deals hmv used to do really good deals with playstation one games um, yeah. and i used to go in and just like pick a load of random games like it was yeah. me birth- whatever you know you go in with your birthday money you're like yes and you come out with like 10 games and stuff so yeah do you think the were- um do you think the demo discs made a big impact as well because it, yeah, it seemed to yeah. be a load more demo discs for the playstation one than any other console yeah, I think they went aggressive massively with, you know, it was their first foray into um, being a gaming publisher uh, and owning the the console platform. Uh, they went really aggressive, right? Like the games they brought in were unbelievable. Like Final Fantasy, I was like, once Final <laughs> Fantasy was moving, I was like, holy crap. Um, you know, Sega Head's favorite, Legacy of Kane. Um, mm. That game just so looks uh stunning um and yeah like the demo discs is like there was like i'd get maybe one magazine for like when i was collecting for other consoles but this i'd have to get like three or four because they'd have exclusive demos Mm. of games on there well 
Do you any do any of you guys remember demo one that came with the oh, PlayStation? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got I, it actually somewhere. I've I've, got that. I don't have my one, but I have a copy still. I wish I knew what happened to mine, but fucking hell. When was the last time you fired that up? The start music. It just mm. injects nostalgia into your brain. It's fucking brilliant. Did, did that have Abe's, Abe's Odyssey on? Did that have... Yes, it does have Abe's Odyssey, yeah. uh, but the, it's different. They're not all the same. There was like three different versions, a purple, a red, and I, I think a reissue one. of one of the two. But um, I can't find it. I've got it. I've got it on the shelf over here somewhere. Do you the, remember the you could be the T-Rex? as well. Yeah, T-Rex and Stingray. And, yeah, uh, I love that shit. Yeah. I'd spend hours as a kid. I'm a T-Rex. Look at me move my head to the left. Now the right. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Left and right. Grin yeah. a bit. It was so sad, but it was so fucking entertaining, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the whole mean, presentation of the demo discs was brilliant. Like the menu system and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we have a comment. Dang, Fat Zangief said uh, one of his best mates was a couple of years older than me around the PlayStation launch. He had an actual job. <laughs> um, I, was, I used to meet him after work every Friday and help him choose a new game from our local outlet. So I think that was another thing for me as well. So my mate had a um, chipped PlayStation. Oh, yeah. So mm. he had a chipped PlayStation, and his um, his dad used to just bring in, like, like stacks and stacks of games. So I got to play a lot of games that I probably normally wouldn't have um, through him. And my other mate had uh, the J-Con 45, Mm. Um, with Time Crisis, and so I got a real, um, I got a real deal in that. All the games that I had, really, apart from Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy, were mainly uh, multiplayer because me brother, like, it was always playing two player games. Um, so it wasn't until I got a bit older that I got nice. We've all got it. We've all got it, Mike. <laughs> it, it it is. I, I'm so glad you mentioned it because it's like. One of my most favourite gun games ever was was so Time Crisis. Oh it's yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned. That. I feel so bad. Good. I preferred Point Blank. Point Blank was awesome as well, though. Was yeah. so many mini games. It was yeah. awesome. There we go. That's a gun. Oh <laughs> nice. fuck! I used to have a green one of them things. <laughs> the, uh, James, the James Bond version of the PPK. Um, <laughs> the G-Con 45 though was my favourite favourite light gun. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, got mine. I got mine off Marcus Dan Lads Gaming. He uh, he gave us that one, and it, it's so good, man. Really good. Mm. Um, get our news in the house. You're right, mate. How's it going? And, and Josh, Wagwan players. Wagwan. Wagwan blood. <laughs> I'm oh, here you I go. Don't understand you. I'm too posh for this kind of language. <laughs> you have to speak clearly. Demo one. Nice one. I did um I did a show years ago on this one um and it was the best launch title on the PlayStation 1 and I basically said it was the demo disc out of all the <laughs> games because you could play Destruction Derby in the bowl mm-hmm. uh, you get a you had so many great games on there but yeah that was the demos were unbelievable I mean do the, I don't know if anyone's played the Doom demo the Doom demo I mean the yeah. game's stunning it was the best at that time the best version of Doom outside of the PC you could play um and then the demo of that was amazing Silent Hill demo Street to Fighter X uh, EX plus Alpha demo I mean it was just I mean there's that was, so that was many the thing as well wasn't it loads of demos came with other games as well like the Silent yeah. Hill demo came with Metal Gear Solid didn't it mm, yeah and that, you don't see that anymore. 
There's the Abe's Odyssey demo. Love the Abe's Odyssey games. Mm. Didn't Final Fantasy VII come with a Final Fantasy VIII video yes. demo? I don't mm. think you could play anything, though. Yeah, it but... came with a... Yeah. yeah, it's a black disc, wasn't it? Hello, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've gone crazy. Hello, me. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Abe's Odyssey. Hello. So you you mentioned before, Mike, about um, when you saw like the announcement for the Sega Saturn. Did you watch like console announcements back then? And like, did you see the PlayStation One announcement? Yeah, I was um, I was massive into my gaming at that point. I already knew at that point that I wanted to, to get into working in games, um, uh, and like ETS was a big thing. It was probably ETS was a bit more accessible than E3 um e3 was very very business-like but i did i did watch the e3 one um it wasn't live because we weren't streaming anything back then it yeah. was i i downloaded i think the video um at college because people were passing it about um and we watched it there um and yeah i mean at that point we hadn't heard about the saturn I only heard about the Saturn like two weeks after that um, in a in a news report because we were still getting magazines because you could some people had the internet but mm. it was so bad the internet bang bed I can't <laughs> believe how terrible the internet was um, but you know we we had to wait, wait for the magazines we didn't find out about the Saturn until like two three weeks later mm. um, but yeah the uh, I mean it was still expensive you know the the price was. Uh, 299 um pounds it was going to be um so it was still pretty expensive just coming off of like the 16-bit era where you were like 150 um mm -hmm. uh, this was a big jump in console price speaking of console price studio nerd said they had to save up to buy their first ps1 from a pawn shop uh, I didn't have money left over for games, so I thrived on demos for a long time. I think a lot of people did. I was in the similar boat there. When mm. I first got my P PS1, I only probably had two or three games, and then it was demo discs for a while. Um, that, I used that was to, yeah, Sorry, I used to go nuts at birthdays and Christmases when I used to stock my collection up. That, that was the first time I started going to pawn shops, actually, to buy peripherals for my PlayStation 1. Um, there was just so, especially like when the um, DualShocks came out, um, it was the easiest, well, it was the cheapest way for me to actually get a DualShock controller and, like, multiple memory cards. Were uh, you going to the right pawn shops? <laughs> you, you're sure it was a joystick? It doesn't sound were, right. Yeah, were you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had this, had this dual-ended joystick. You got anything with a bit of uh, rumble in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could have gone a bit wrong with a dual shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Sticky, <laughs> a bit sticky. Yes, don't. I, think... I once got a PS One game covered in jam. At least I hope it was jam. There was no taste testing involved. So, <laughs> yeah, I picked up. I got a hundred, just over a hundred demo discs for the PlayStation One. Still, really? Um, yeah, I got. Oh, I loads. think I've only got like four left That's out awesome. of my original awesome. piles. I just grabbed a stack there. Um, and you know, some of these, some of these discs have, um, like eight or nine games on them. Um, and then there's special ones. So Sony did, um, black demo discs, the black de label, uh, demo disc. And there was like winter, summer, autumn. Um, and then there's different, they had a different range of demo discs that came out as well. 
um promotional ones i got so many but i used to just pick up all the magazines anything i could get my hands on i guess like most people then i'd i'd get one or two games um at payday um and um then the rest of it would be demo disc demo disc demo disc they need to bring back demo discs ps5 demo discs (laughs) (laughs) good fucking luck you can't even get like good demos on the store these days which you know you'd think you should be able to be so easy but you can't yeah yeah i don't know why they're doing that to be fair kids don't go googling for it though do they The youngins today don't go on like the PSN store and then start looking for demos, don't they? Yeah, they look on twats on YouTube, mostly (laughs) bald men with beards who haven't got anything better to do with their time other than reminisce about horse shit nobody cares about anymore. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I think the way um, I think kids nowadays, um, I sound like you, Mike. I think kids nowadays, (laughs) in my day. <laughs> the, the only player what's popular, the, the mates are playing. They don't true. go and explore new games. Um, so that's true. The, 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 one of the best things about the PlayStation One library for me was um, kind of like you said, Jamie, earlier, how you could get games so cheap. You could just walk into like HMV Electronics Boutique at the time, and I was always finding a game I'd never heard about, or, or you know, like just judging it. The, the funniest story I've got is when I first came across. Um, what's what's the um, Bruce Willis game called again? Not Armageddon, is it? Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. First time I came across Apocalypse, right, I knew nothing about it, and I was just off my like um, hype of playing Metal Gear Solid. That's the one. So turn it around. Isn't there a picture of him like... That actually fit his face as well. You pulled his head. That did fit his face. That was a little <laughs> weird, wasn't it? Mike, you don't uh, know what you've just done. I've got to get it. I can't. Uh, it's, it's, it's like it's half mirrored, shaven. It's mirrored. It's mirrored. That it's not cool. there. Oh fuck it! Yeah, there's the back. <laughs> what were yeah, you talking about? Back, yeah, so I saw the back of that, and you nothing about the game, and I thought, oh, maybe this is a bit like Metal Gear Solid. Um, I went to the store and I said to the front, I said to the guys, is this anything like Metal Gear Solid? He's like, no, nah, mate, nothing like it. It's a good game, though. <laughs> and I just, I decided to just buy it off the back of what was, you know, on, on the pictures. And it's, it's not a great game, but it's one of those great memories for me. And um, and that's what I loved about the PlayStation 1, like just finding so many different games and IPs I've never heard of and, and even genres I've never played before as well. Yeah. It, 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 I think it launched some of the biggest franchises that we play today, right? Oh, Just yeah. huge ones. Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. To be honest, the, it, it made the Final Fantasy series popular. Yeah. But I didn't know uh, about Final Fantasy until... I didn't, I didn't, so from the PlayStation. We didn't really get it over here before then, did we? No, if you we think didn't. About right. it. We, didn't we get one on the SNES? What was it called? Um, Mystic Quest, no. Shit, that was the Game Boy one that came it's out later. Final Fantasy. We we once had a Super Nintendo Final Fantasy game. It was trash. Um, the name escapes me now, but we didn't get any of the good games until the PS1 came out of Final Fantasy 7, then 8, then 9, and then it decided, oh, there's money here. So they brought out 1 and 2 again, Final Fantasy Origins. We got to see what everyone else started off with, but it was yeah. slightly remastered. 1 was trash. It might have been great if you got it back when it was new, but it, it was trash when I got to play it. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. I think most people got to play it 
when they did uh, I got it over at the back there Final Fantasy Origins was it um, yeah that's, that's what I mean um, on the PS1 they, it was re-released remake 2 yeah. and then you had Anthology which was 4 and 5 and we five. didn't get 3 yeah and we didn't know why for the longest time did we we went 1, 2, 4, 5 and oh good we can count yeah Battinger said he lived lived with his uh, in his dad's pub and he had a chip PS. The bloke used to come in with a duffel bag of copied games and pirate VHS tapes for sale. Good times. <laughs> that's, what that's what it's all about. And Geeky Nate said uh, the PS1 introduced him to survival horror with Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree with that as well. The same that, that introduced me to, to those sort of games because before those, those games really... Um, there wasn't much in that sort of ilk, was there? I mean, you had Alone in the Dark One, which was the uh, first survival horror, modern survival horror. But yeah. then Resident Evil came along, just blew it out of the water, and just went, "Nah, that's that's not how you do it with your yeah. fucking funny <laughs> pixel man <laughs> running around, right? This is how you do it." Uh, and well, then I think they just they just took it next level, and uh, yeah, PS One became synonymous with with um, survival horror, right? The yeah. PlayStation for me really like it as well as survival horror. It introduced more serious games to me. Do you know what I mean? Games that I saw more like movies or stories that were, you know, more for adults. If you know what I mean. Prior to that, I always saw video games, even when they tried to be, you know, have more serious tones. They still always felt more in the realms of of of, of like kids if you know i don't like to say that because I'm, I'm not saying it's associated with kids only but it was when the playstation one came around that i, I really started to see it as more of a um a console i was going to be playing well into my 20s and 30s as well or all video game styles i was going to be playing more adult content you mean yeah basically yeah from that mm. point up that porn yeah, shop, yeah. 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 You weren't playing the PlayStation uh, staff. That you. <laughs> yes. What did the joystick look like? Did it have a sort of mushroom motif at the top? Because that was, that was like one of those machines at those Japanese cons that you see, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Stroke my mushroom, Jamie. Um, I tell you what, we'll do now. We'll get a question from uh, from Gravy Tom. Gravy so we'll, we'll see no what... one knows what that means. You yeah, have to explain that shit, isn't it? <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what it means anymore. It's gone. <laughs> the PS1 and Sega CD could play music CDs. The PS2 took it a step further with playing DVDs. Were these selling points to anybody? The PS2, my first DVD player. Yes. Yes. They are. <laughs> <laughs> no. The PS2, definitely. Did you get a DVD soon after you got a PS2? Me, when I got a PS2, I was running to get any DVD I could. Didn't matter what oh, it was. Yeah. The first DVD I ever got was Highlander. And that was the first <laughs> time I ever saw the film. That's not even something that would have been a higher definition because it was a fucking old film. The one but I got the was... The menu uh, looked cool. It was like a Scream knockoff. I think it was called Cherry Falls or Cherry Hills or something like that. One of these like... Did you get that from movies. the pool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> Up to cherry, right. There's a theme going on there. <laughs> you start. But yeah, I got, I got the first DVD I could find or the cheapest I could find in the shop just to see what the, the difference in quality was like. Mm. And then Mike went quiet. <laughs> no, it must be yeah, his I, internet. I, I'm just listening. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you no, I am. I am old. I got a little blanket over my uh, knee. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> my blankets are on the wall behind me. Do you know? What? I think I think um, for PlayStation One, it was less that it was a CD player, but the CD medium brought um, experiences that couldn't be had on cartridge. Um, oh, you mean and- if you listen to a PS One game in a CD player, for example, you got to listen to the soundtrack of your favorite game. I love well, that. Well, that that was a cool feature, but I think just mm. like the capacity, the amount of memory you got with the CD um, was huge. Uh, and there'd been some CD, you know, the 3DO had been out for a bit, um, so there was some consumers that were used to to CD uh, medium there. So all four and obviously, of you, yes, yes, all four of us. Um, but there's, um, yeah, I think that's that's what's. You know, I think the PlayStation was about games, right? It it won over with games, third-party games. It took the arcade market away from Sega. Um, uh, you know, it, it was... I've never played as many uh, RPGs on any other console than I did on the PlayStation 1. Um, so I think that, that was the PlayStation 1. But definitely, uh, I think it's, you know, everyone knows the, the PS2's DVD player just sold buckets i i got a dvd player um two years before the playstation cost came out and i'd saved up for months and months and months and it cost me 250 pounds oh shit uh, and then the ps2 came out and that was 300 quid and it had a top <laughs> of the top of the because you got to remember there was some dvd dvd players didn't play every dvd mm. uh, because um dvds um had to have some kind of download or update to make them work so you'd get this brand new DVD player that cost you 300 quid. Um, the DVD drive wasn't that good in it. And so it wouldn't read certain DVDs. Um, whereas Sony had stuck in the most expensive DVD player or drive you could get into this PS2. Uh, and you were getting it for a fraction of the cost. If It was like a grand's worth of DVD drive in that thing. Yeah. It was a huge selling point because what it did is it... Um, it persuaded parents to buy them for kids who wanted one, but they also wanted a DVD player. So yeah. that mm. that put them in a lot of homes to start with. Because um, I know it my... Made, it made it a living room system, didn't it? Yeah, my PS2 was downstairs on the big telly, which had never happened. I normally had to play my games on a little CRT upstairs, or do you know what I mean? So you managed to get your, your PS2 on the big telly because me dad wanted to watch... Porn. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's why your controller was sticky the next day. Ew, X doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I tell you what, the the PS One um, also ushered in that dual analog, um, the, the the PlayStation dual analog. Which I didn't really, like that at first. I not really many people didn't. did, right? There's so many people struggle. I, I mean, I struggled. Crash Bandicoot was the first one I did with it. I'm like, I don't know what I'm. I'm fucking dying. I don't know what I'm doing with this, right? It was so weird to control with your thumbs. But, I mean, now, I'm really like, why would I use the D-pad when I've got the analog stick? Well, when when you think about it, right, playing first-person shooters with a D-pad is actually horrific yeah. <laughs> compared to using like, yeah. the scope and range you've got for movement with, with yeah. Is so much better than... I, I loved it for uh, racing games. I played a lot of racing games at the time, and once I got my hands on the on the dual sticks it was like a whole different dimension for me no i have to use a d-pad when playing a racing game just so i can get that light quick tap just to move a little bit where if it's analog i feel like i've got to move an entire stick to one side rather than just a quick tap analog steering though like especially like grand 
no, 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 you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah, talking about analog sticks then, you know when the uh, PlayStation Classic console came out mm. and, of course, the controllers didn't have analog sticks? For me, that was more nostalgia. That was brilliant. So many people kicked off about it, though. What were you guys like on that? What did you think? I thought I was fine with it because I felt like the, the majority of the games that they'd selected for it worked okay with that kind of controller. Yeah, majority. Uh, not all, though. I, yeah, not, not all. Fair. So I, I was all right. And, and like you said, um, it was more of a nostalgic thing, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I don't really I think... see classic consoles as that's how I'm going to play games. It's more, you know, to have it for the nostalgia. And, and, and that looks that... good on the shelf. Get it out at Christmas. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that I mean Sony balked that one, right? They outsourced that little classic to to a third party, and then um, and then everything was done cheap. So mm. that's probably the reason why they didn't have that. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I had the original, the OG PS One, and then that broke. So I ended up getting, you know, the little little mini one, the actual yeah. PS One. That was what was called it. But these days, we get it all muddled up, don't we? Yes, in terms so of names. <laughs> So yeah. I ended up getting that, um, and that's the first time I used the analog, and I, I loved it to start with. Like I loved it from yeah. off, off the bat. Me, um, I remember the first time I saw one of those consoles. I was like, "How? That, that's the smallest console I'd ever seen." They were yeah. brilliant. Yeah, so but you could cool. attach a little screen to it, and that yeah. was just like, "Oh my god, I, I can take I it everywhere where there's those. a plug socket." <laughs> uh, there's a question from Fat Andy. <laughs> First person shoot a question. Do you use normal controls or do you invert them like a pervert? Well, we just found out that recently we've started doing <laughs> Mike with that one, Fat Zangi, five stars. <laughs> and um, my wife started getting into 3D games now as well. And Sorry, Snap, it's Mike. It's fine, don't worry about it. And um, and we've just found out we have the opposite setting for each, so it's an absolute pain in the ass. When <laughs> controllers. We've lost, we've lost Mike. <laughs> I love it. That Zangief, if I had the gold star live at the arcade oh, thing, I'd be fucking God. pushing it, mate. <laughs> oh, fuck me. oh, sorry, Stab. He was making me laugh too much. Didn't mean to interrupt you, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> sorry, Stab. No, no, I was just saying. Me and my wife have it on different settings, so we're always whenever we pass the controller, we've always got to go into the settings and swap it back. So, so which I'm one not, of you is the pervert? I was going to say, I, I, you know what? I don't know who's. I never actually pay attention as to if it's inverted or not. I just talk. You will switch. next time, though. I, I will next time. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Some some first person games I play, I can't play unless it's normal, and then some I've inverted the the controls. I don't know, uh, and I keep on forgetting which one I like. Um, but uh, did you guys ever play uh, Exhumed on the PlayStation 1, first-person shooter? That's no. Um, oh, I know the game, but I missed God. it. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. In the stack I game. know the game. It's the one with the skull on the cover. There you are. Fucking hell. Yeah. It is absolutely stunning. You have to, have to, have to, have to play this first-person shooter. It is unbelievable. Like... You get special powers. There's like whole levels where you can't get to parts of the level. And you ha it's only by progressing through the game that you get these special powers that allow you to then like do super jumps and glide and things like that. But the gunplay in it is stunning. It's set in like a, an ancient Egypt where all sorts of nasties come around. So um, 
exhumed on the PlayStation One. If you guys have got a, a, a USB um, classic, you can download it on that. But you, can, I think you can pick it up super cheap. 20, 25 quid. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's it, it, it. If you're if you're a Saturn player, the Saturn version of it is um, not not necessarily bat, better graphically, but better from a, a, a slightly from a gameplay point of view. Because uh, the PlayStation could do transparencies and things like that that the Saturn struggled with, but either the Saturn version or the PlayStation version, uh, stunning first-person shooter. So the Saturn version isn't like um, like have you ever played Doom on the Saturn? Uh, no, I haven't played Doom on the Saturn. Uh, mate, don't. It's, it's it's got a frame rate of one. So if you say that that's good on the Saturn, I'll get it, but. It's like when you think of those sort of games, Doom was the main one. It was the start of it all. It's the center of it all. And when you look at the one on Saturn, you're like, well, if you fucked up on the middle, the main one, you don't give me a lot of confidence for all the others. Was yeah. Exhume designed for the Saturn, though? And was it ported to the PlayStation 1? No, they, they had... Um, it was designed so- for PC first, wasn't it, that game? PC. And then they built a whole new engine for the consoles. Um, and I just think they did great jobs with um, both ports uh, onto the, the Saturn and onto the PlayStation. Um, I'll give it a try then. I, it's not one of the yeah. more expensive games on the Saturn, so if I see one, I'll get it. Yeah, or, or check it, or just down. I mean, you've got a classic, right? You could probably download it and stick it on. No, no, we don't do that. No. Okay, fair enough. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I know you'll fucking do it. <laughs> so, who, who had a chipped PlayStation 1 console then? Not me. I did. I no. What did you have, Mike? Did you have to like? Did you have the one where you had to turn it upside down, or was it one of the? No, I took ones? it into a shop. Uh, he did a, a hard um, wire chip in it, um, but I never owned any um, evaluation copy games. Um, I got it chipped so I could play U.S. and Japanese games. Hmm. Um, of course, you did. Um, I, there was so there was so like there's a game called Tactics Ogre that we never got over here. Um, oh, I think I've heard of that game. A uh, stunning, stunning. Uh, but there's a ton of games that just never came over to to Power Territories, um, uh, especially from the US. And so I used to just import them from the US. Um, so yeah, I got wow. it for that. How did you import from the US? I mean, back then that would have been a fuck of a lot harder than it is these days. No, they had played things like play asia was around um was yeah and then there's a lot of the shops i'd used to go to um like the guy who did my chipping used to import a lot of games so uh, i'd get that um but now like i don't i've got a chip playstation still but i've also got this which is oh, a I love uh, thing. this is love the that. playstation test kit um so there's a blue one and there's a green one these are the test kits um but this plays anything um and it's got extra ports on the back um for for accessing that's gonna be the nicest modes. color other than the traditional gray i think it's awesome. yeah 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 it's like the batman of, of playstation <laughs> <laughs> uh i think we'll go to another question now so um this one is uh i probably guess who came up with this question ps1 game that you love but others despise yeah, you grab mine. Oh my god! What tastes the no Wu-Tang, oh, okay. man? Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to. 
with. <laughs> um, I, I didn't. Yeah, fuck with. All right, yeah, okay. We're not on my channel. <laughs> um, I didn't. I don't know if people hate it, but I, I was watching um, Telesplash Gaming. Uh, Chris was talking about um, fighting games, and he referred to the crappy Wu Tang game that came out. And I'm like, that's one of the, my favorite games. Out. It's so good. Um, so I assume other people despise it. I think it's freaking awesome. So good. The best hmm. fatalities outside of um, Mortal Kombat. Awesome. Oh, and it came with the the legendary Wu Tang PS1 controller. Have you seen that? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like the most yeah, unusable brilliant. controller you could probably have, but it's, it's like a W, isn't it? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Start, um, Tom. What's yours? Trying to think of one that oh, I love on. that others hate. I specialize in hating. Yes, yeah, so my I was main say, thing. You could do it the opposite way round, right? You could choose Heart. Of no, Darkness. not Heart of Darkness. Fuck. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that that like that game, but you despise it don't I've, I've been asked if i'll do a, a part six because they're like you hit a thousand subs you can now do this you're doing really well there's loads of reason to celebrate it's like why would i play a bad game to celebrate a thing why would you do that it doesn't make any sense i'm trying to think of a game off the top of my head that that others uh that i love that others despise it's a tough one that um it is, it is hard i think so mine is um i had to look along i think fade to black there's a lot of people that disliked fade to black it was uh it took um flashback the 16-bit game flashback and and brought it into 3d um i absolutely love this this game absolutely fantastic but there's a lot of people that hate it because it's um well it it changed the the game slightly uh moving over to 3d but absolutely fantastic game that one hmm. i really liked um mission impossible as well uh, my mates really didn't like that game it was like really wooden controls it was nothing compared to GoldenEye at the time as well but it was just one of those fun games that i had a i enjoyed a lot especially when you could like change how you looked and walk around an embassy and no one no one knew who you were it was like it was like the first kind of stealth like that like you know with metal gear solid like amazing stealth obviously but i remember when you could unlock the um the, the stealth camo, how awesome it was to just walk around and, and play tricks on people. That's like what the embassy level was a little bit like for me in Mission Impossible, but um, my mates always told me it was trash and no one wanted to play it. Did you ever play um, Space Hulk, Sega Head? No, I don't even Do know that know? one, I don't think. So that's that's another one I think I, I absolutely love and people hate. Uh, Space Hulk is a first person, but it's not a first person shooter. It's a uh, first-person tactical game um, where you're moving down these huge Space Hulk uh, environments and then you've got these um, aliens that drop down and attack that, you. you got to take them out. Is that like a Games Workshop thing? It's, it's a Games Workshop thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that one's worth trying out. I mean, the graphics at the time were pretty... I don't know if I can get this... Uh, nah, it doesn't look like uh, anything, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. The graphics at the time were great. I played this is another game that came out on the 3DO and ran at like four frames a second, and then it came out on the PlayStation. And it was like butter, buttery smooth. But that's another game where um, people are expecting it to be a traditional first-person shooter, um, and it's more like a first-person tactical. Well, I think I've actually managed to think of a game now, but for not the kind of reasons you'd expect. Uh, it's a game I love on the PS One but everyone I know says the PS1 version is shit. It isn't. 
it's a uh, Command and Conquer, the first one. Everyone I know who thinks of the game thinks, oh, the PC, yeah, you move yeah. your mouse, it's brilliant. I go, yeah, I had it on PS1. Like, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> Why? It worked fine, but yeah, all right, I got to make the arrow fucking... And, uh, no, I'm, I'm, and they can just whoo, wherever I'm, they want with the mouse. Uh, yeah, because I had it on PC first, and I used to love uh, Red Alert, and then getting it on the PlayStation, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you are a bit like, will you fucking move? And it doesn't have the flow. When you got the mouse, you can go as quick as you want, slow as you want. PlayStation, you can up the speed, but then you'll go past the fucking thing you want to go on. Or you can have it slow. It's like, and he's already dead and I'm too late and I've lost. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I I actually had the uh, PlayStation mouse, so I played it with the PlayStation mouse. Um, but you could also play I didn't it. Know I think such a thing existed. And I think the dual shock can uh, not the dual shock the um the analog sticks work um uh, maybe not have... on the first one um maybe on what was it red alert and is it retaliation the one after possibly. that possibly possibly i think it's retaliation um, i remember it having I, a I thought, bitching I soundtrack i think you can play both of them with the with the um dual shock I'm pretty sure you can because I think it swaps the inputs of up, down, left, right, and just puts them on the analog stick, which makes it a lot easier. I mean, I could be massively wrong there, but yeah, I can't remember. A few people in the comments are saying that they had the the PS1 mouse and used to play Command and Conquer with that. I think that would have made a huge difference. Say, go ahead. Um, people wouldn't have judged me so harshly, I guess. Yeah. Well, they would. <laughs> yeah. This is a question. Um, any hidden gems on the PS1? Oh, yes. Yes, I know one. Mike, you seem to know a lot of games that no one else does. Have you ever heard of KKND Crossfire? Yes! <laughs> Shit, I was hoping you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> would you say it's a hidden gem? Yeah, I would say it's a hidden gem. Yeah. It's, right. it's got Imagine an underground Command following and Conquer. there. Yeah, Command and Conquer style, but you can have split-screen two-player. Whereas before, it's like... Command and Conquer, two-player, get your friend's PlayStation in there, telly in this cable that no one ever bought. Or KKND, boom, split screen. It was yeah. the tits. You could have you and your friend versus a computer. So, yeah, all right, that's incredibly easy. But if you're a kid and you're shit, it's dead fun. And you could be robots and stuff and robots with your friends. And then what should we make? What should we make the computer? Humans? Nah, we'll make them the retarded mutants with three eyes on one side of their face. We'll make them that. <laughs> the Evolved. I love that game. That, that's that got to be a hidden gem, even though it probably does still have some sort of cult following. I think all these games now, though, that are hidden gems do have these cult followings. Like you're, you're probably right. There's no true hidden gem like, left. Hogs of War for me again. I know. I love it. Hogs of War. That's got, that's a, got a big following, yeah. yeah. Um, the game that I, we talked about earlier, and I couldn't even remember the name of it, I had to Google it. It was called Incredible Crisis. And it was yes, the- I was literally just thinking about that. Oh, so they no. are your hidden gems <laughs> known as well. <laughs> it, it, it was, was crazy. a Japanese game where you basically antagonize this office worker. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it, like loads of mini games, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was madness. That was crazy. I'll tell you a really good one. Sorry, it wasn't that hidden. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Um, a really good one was um, N Gen Racing. Have you heard of that one? N Gen Racing, N with capital N and then Gen. And basically, yeah, I think it's a PAL only release. 
I've got it somewhere, but it'll take me ages to find it. And basically, it's um, jet fighters, racing with jet fighters. Um, but it was done really, really well. It it felt a lot like... Um, Wipeout. Wipeout. Yeah, a lot like Wipeout. But obviously, high up in the sky, you know, a lot more like control mm. over the um, vertical as well, well as the horizontal. And like, you know, like in... Especially in the first Wipeout, you know, when you clip the corners, you'd like pretty much stop dead. It, it was a lot smoother than that. Um, a really, really good game. Um, great graphics. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking into it actually last year, I think, and and I think it's a PAL only release. But um, definitely, if you see it, and I think it's really cheap. If you see it, it's it's a great racing game. Really good fun. Oh, what was that about Mortal Kombat Special Forces? Hidden oh, Forces. Yeah, oh my god, that that's not a good game. Well, fair play, you like it, but. I've I rented that game. I was like, oh my god, this is a Mortal Kombat game I will not fucking buy. <laughs> and I tried to get all of them back then. I was obsessed. Even though my first Mortal Kombat was actually on the PlayStation, it was Mortal Kombat Trilogy. What a fucking yeah. epic game. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah, that's that amazing. Did you guys ever hear of Motorhead? Oh yes. Yeah, they're a great game. band. Unfortunately, <laughs> Lemmy's dead now. Yeah. Fifty fifty frames a second, split so screen two player. Oh, it's buttery smooth. Yeah, that's probably it's a racing racing game. Another hidden gem. But yeah, this is uh, fifty frames a second, um, which is which is amazing and split screen. Um, brilliant racer. But there's just so many. I think the, the PlayStation catalog and the PS2 catalogs were so huge. Um, mm. There's so many where a developer made one game that was stunning and then was never heard of again because they got bought up or just went under. Um, but yeah, I think there's just. I'm looking along the shelf here. There's just so many stunning games that you know were small time, uh, and no one kind of. Has anyone um, played. anyone played this one, Crime Killer? No. Oh, this is great! Right. Well, you this found is... one Mike doesn't know that. Well, <laughs> this, this this was given to me um, a couple of years ago uh, when I went to an expo. Um, someone that met me through my game development, which is my channel now, he gave me this and he said it's one of his favorite games since he was a kid. And what it is basically like, it's got like the worst um, Uncanny Valley kind of um, FMV intro. Like the, the opening sequence, I thought, I'm not going to like this. But basically, you, um, you become a, a police officer in the future, kind of like Robocop future. And you're driving around, basically free roam driving around these cities trying to um, just arrest bad guys. It's it's a bit of a cross between, um, it's like a, a police version of Crazy Taxi. Um, Crazy Taxi mixed with um, Twisted Metal. Uh, like it, sounds like, it sounds like a reverse GTA. Yeah, it is a little bit like that. I guess it, it's you don't get out of the car or anything. You're always in the car, but oh. it's really good. Um, and like the, the levels aren't huge, but you get to, to learn them quite quickly. And they're really like fun and they have a lot of character to drive around in. And um, mm. I didn't think I was going to like it. It was like it, it was gifted to me. And I thought, OK, I'll give it a go. And I, I fell in love with it. Really good game. And I think it's quite cheap to get as well. Crime killer. Did you um, did you guys ever play Lone Soldier? Mm-mm, not played that one. I think I have. <laughs> Please play. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, he's gone. I think I have played Lone Soldier. Actually, <laughs> I got a picture in my head, but it's not. Somehow, fucking... I've got two copies of this heap of shit. Um, oh, it's a, it's an early launch title, and it had an FMV sequence. And you look at the FMV now, and it's utter terrible. When you saw it, it was like, oh wow, this is amazing. And I think it's 
nearly a launch game. Oh my god, they've got a quote on here: ninety-two percent from play. Whatever. <laughs> it is the biggest heap of shit I have played on the PlayStation. Oh, it's probably. And I've never even seen that. Color. You've got to play it. It is. It is classic. Classic. And basically, you're this this five polygon guy who just walks down a corridor. Uh, and it, sometimes that corridor is a jungle and sometimes it's a, a building and you're like, and you shoot things and you're a lone soldier, but you're more like this shit robot shooting things. Oh, you've got to, I can't you've tell get if, it. if you like it or you don't like it. It's, well, it's <laughs> such a PlayStation. It is. It, I'm pretty sure this has got a cult following. Even at the time when it came out, there were people like, holy crap, you got to play this game. It's so shit, but it's, it's so good because it's so shit. Um, lone soldier. Um, maybe I'll I'm give really it away. scared that someone's going to request for me to do a let's play of that now. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm genuinely no. scared as well. Do you want to take a to <laughs> play? Don't, because soldier. people send me games. I'm really lucky to have people that donate games, but it's always with the evil hidden agenda to get me to fucking play it on a video, <laughs> and I do it every time. So I'm really worried now. Lone soldier, you can do in a sitting. It's only five quid, actually. I might check. Yeah. Oh, good, brilliant, thanks. That increases <laughs> yeah. the chance of me getting one. It, it, it's only five quid. It's probably the cheapest game you'll get. And then to follow it, sorry, I'm, I'm monopolizing this, but <laughs> Legend. I think it is the only beat 'em up uh, on the PlayStation. Traditional beat 'em up uh, in in a Golden Axe vein. And basically, this is a 3D Golden Axe game. Um, but 100 times worse than any Golden Axe game ever made. Um, <laughs> so, legend. What Golden about Axe Titan Force? Up. What about that? Which one? Golden Titan. Axe. Golden Axe. Golden Axe beat him up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one more. Shaolin. Has anyone played Shaolin? I haven't played it. I know about it, but yeah, I never really played it. Really good. Again, I think that I think that was the um Japanese and, and European release only. That was really interesting. That kind of crossed fighting game with RPG elements. Um and it was the first time I ever saw bouncy physics in a fighting game as well, which <laughs> when I first played it, it was like, all right, okay. Um but it was it was really cool because y you had so many different traditional fighting styles in which genuinely felt different like you know um different types of tai chi or, or drunken boxing um and it, it was a lot more of a technical fighting game than i expected it to be and um it's really good i have to try that out as uh guitar new says nightmare creatures absolutely oh yes oh my god yeah nightmare creatures stunning game a lot of people are talking about um light gun games as well in there you've got uh give me how are you doing mate i see you've you've, you've popped in Good to see you. Oh, I'm Retro B. It's just come as well. Um, <clears throat> I agree with the light gun thing. Did you have you seen that they've made that light gun? What's it called, Mike? You'll know. Sindin, the Sindin yeah. light gun. Sindin. Yeah. So that that works on the technology that actually works on um, modern day tellies. Yeah, brilliant. Surely PlayStation should be, or someone should be thinking this is a market to go down. We'll buy this and then i don't know if the games would sell as well though i think that's the problem isn't it they're great yeah. games but i think they're much more of a cult following of of the type of game like i this. don't think they would sell well after the whole issue with the ps3 fucking one thing no one gave a shit about that yeah i think the um the place that 
like there's there was a ton that came out on the um the Wii, but even those didn't sell big numbers. I think the last big numbers games were sold on the um on the PlayStation One. Mm. And it was it was it was the you know the t- I think the Time Crisis is the biggest or the Time Crisis series is the biggest selling um console game. Uh, I think um House of the Dead, Dead House of the Dead must be very close if it's if it's not. But I think Time Crisis um was boosted to the top because it came out on the playstation and then on the playstation 2 and just made big big numbers but namco were massive right they were so big i'd never heard of really namco before until well i had but not not just yeah yeah Yeah. um big d's here as well good to see you mate um been hiding he's in love um right (laughs) we're gonna have another question um so we'll go over to Papa Tom. What is the first major change in the gaming landscape that comes to your mind if you think what would have happened if Nintendo kept Sony on board and we did not get the PS1 as we know it today? I think it goes back to what I was referring to earlier actually. Um more mature games. I don't think we would have got the level of mature games that we got in the PlayStation generate if nintendo was still on board yeah i I absolutely agree i think i think we would have lost out on so much um definitely yeah so much uh all the third party stuff that came to to sony was amazing um nintendo would have never have taken that they would have never have taken the arcade classics i don't think mm-hmm. they really saw arcade games as their market you know they saw that as sega's market mm. yeah i think as well you, you're right you, you wouldn't have got those you wouldn't have got soul reaver anyway put it that way it would have oh. been would have... i'd have killed myself years ago <laughs> <laughs> i think i think the the interesting thing about that question is what would that have done for Sega? Yeah. Right. Because um, PlayStation came in and um, Nintendo was big enough to, to hold its own, but Sega had a misstep. What if, what if PlayStation wasn't there? Um, would that misstep have cost Sega as much? No, I think Sega would have done better because when PlayStation came along, they became more teenage, more badass, more grown-up, more fuck you, more gore, more all of this. If Nintendo was in charge of Sony back then, Sega wouldn't have had a threat from a company trying to do what it was doing, but that company had a hell of a lot more money. Mm. So Sega might have actually benefited from that. The story of the Dreamcast probably would have been a lot different. Yes, Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Sony was so cutting edge as well. Like, uh, I remember going, uh, ETS used to be our, um, like, E3 over here. It was a consumer trade show in London. Um, and uh, I got tickets, when I first joined Sony, we got tickets to go to the last uh, one before PS2 was launched. Uh, and basically, we went in there all starry-eyed, and, you know, I was an intern at Sony at that point. They had a roller coaster set up inside this building, Jamiroquai, playing on on thing and 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 women 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 dressed in burlesque um going around giving free drinks and like that was sony right like their gulp their games like wipeout was in nightclubs for christ's sake yeah um like they they just took the whole sega cool thing to another level but um yeah they could afford it couldn't they yeah i think you're Uh, right tom that's that's um 
Sega, I think, would be still a. Well, I think they would have had a a, a more. I reckon they'd have done better. I'm not yeah. saying they'd have beaten Nintendo because, again, you can't predict that. But they definitely would have done better, especially as Stav says, the Dreamcast. I reckon that would have lasted a lot longer than it did because Nintendo didn't focus so much on tech. And when they did, they took too bloody long to get it out after time. Look mm-hmm. at the N64. It took forever. Yeah. We got it. Woo. Why is this better than everything else? <laughs> I don't think we would have got Xbox either. I think Sony's no. jump into um, gaming showed Microsoft that companies that aren't um, necessarily console manufacturers could could get in there and take that market. So, um, yeah, yeah it, they showed it, it, it could be done if you had enough fucking money. It, I mean, <laughs> they're a, they're a proper disruptor. They really disrupted the entire games industry. Sony did mm. uh, massively. Yeah. If you get Jamiroquai on board, you're winning in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle with the burlesque and the drinks. Then, so you can keep fucking Jamiroquai. <laughs> Sony did give us one of the coolest um, game studio names ever as well, Psygnosis. Yeah, absolutely love that name. Yeah, but yeah. back then they were famous for making Lemmings. <laughs> yeah, Who now I, plays Lemmings? Yeah, but I, I found out about Psygnosis when um, Wipeout came along. Yeah, that that that, that yeah. Well, they did. They awesome. did. Psygnosis did a lot of lot of cool games. They did, you know, they did uh, Wiz and Liz on the Mega Drive. They were developing for the Mega Drive and um, Nintendo as well because they got yeah, they got Lemmings too. Um, (laughs) But they they got purchased by Sony, and actually, like my paychecks uh, at Sony uh, would have Psygnosis on them. Um, Yeah, so like the European division of Sony is is Psygnosis. That's the company Mm. they basically uh, adopted. Hmm. Mm, interesting mm, trivia well, anyway I think we've, um, we've rabbited on quite a bit there um, no no it's fine it's fine it's, uh, we're, not on, we're not on a watch um, <laughs> if you haven't already people please do bash the like button because I think we need some more likes just for shits and giggles yeah. <laughs> likes are great likes are great <laughs> it doesn't cost anything so like... make us feel wanted for fuck's sake yeah. how many have we got how many likes have we got Ten. three Eight. Oh, two. Eight. that's Eight. pretty good yeah nine, nine. nine. why isn't the 14 <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you haven't already Stav is back up and running on the streaming scene he what is PlayStation 1 games this week Yes, awesome. Yeah, man. And he is streaming uh, every Thursday at nine thirty. So do check out Stav Stream. Uh, really good stuff. Also, we've got these two muppets down below me are <laughs> streaming on a Wednesday uh, at live at the arcade. What is it this week, chaps? Fuck knows. It was going to be Ceno Crisis, but uh, I think people will be bored watching that for like an hour. You're and only a half. saying that because you picked yourself up. Now everyone wants a high score, and you think you're going to fail. <laughs> I want to see you fail. I, I will fail. Um, I don't know yet. Do you know what? Sometimes I just decide like two minutes before the stream's about to get out there. Um, so we'll find out. We'll all find out together when it starts streaming. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out 30 seconds before they go on air. Um, and me and Dan is back next Monday. Uh, we are streaming uh, Earthworm Jim on the Mega Drive. Um 
which was supposed to be last week, but we've moved it this week because Dan's useless. Uh, nothing to do with me. I'm great. Uh, so you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, did, did you did you see? Did you get seen on Saturday night? No, no. Oh, we well, were, I did watch it. Well, we're in the crowd as well, you know. Did, you know yeah. That the producer was speaking to the producer over the um, it's like a Zoom call basically, and we're speaking to the producer, and he's like, "Can you move? Um, can you move the laptop?" to a more plain background because we're in the bar. Uh, so okay. he's like, can you move it to a more plain background? So we took it in the house. And when we took it in the house, we lost connection to the thing. And you go uh, to the, the queue and we were in the I was like it was like oh, no. from the start and we're in the crowd. I was like and we couldn't get back on. So I went to watch Newcastle United and we got beat three 0 So you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was so drunk and didn't go to bed at half three in the morning. right anyway that was a a enjoyable stream lads fully enjoyed that thank you everyone who popped in thank you to all the new faces there's a few a few new people in there tonight so it's always good to see some new faces uh please do check out all of the other channels they aren't linked below but (laughs) you know who they are (laughs) bob ross says bye so uh bye evening everyone Happy little push. Uh, hurry up, Jim. Ah!